Welcome to the Amplifying Leadership podcast, where we dedicate to sharing leadership stories, challenges, tips, and wins. My name is Tara Lehman, and I'm a partner, coach, and consultant at Twin Life Coaching and Business Services, of which Amplifying Leadership is our division. For our leadership clients, we support you with tools, coaching, learning, and information, of course, through our leadership services. To learn more about us and our community, please visit amplifyingleadership.com. Today, I am welcoming Denicia Hilton Harper. Denicia is joining us today with a different perspective and how holistic health and leadership connect to bringing your authentic leadership self out. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you bet. I can't wait for our conversation. It's going to be juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Why don't we start with just a little bit about you and and maybe what your leadership story is? Um, so I actually started out, well, I don't want to say start, but you know, right now, uh, most recently, it's in Eastern medicine. Oh, <laughs> so okay. Studying, yeah. yeah, studying and practicing um, as a doctor of oriental medicine and then mm-hmm. adding on the holistic well-being consultant part. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually right out of school started my business. Okay. So um yeah. So in a way I'm like, oh, you kind of just leadership, right? Then you do, there, yeah. right? Like, yes. <laughs> Business owners have to be the leader, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's how I, I like, you know, got started in like a very overt way, mm-hmm. you know, other, there's other times throughout my life where, you know, I was a supervisor mm-hmm. while in college or supervising interns when I was actually at one position. So there's mm-hmm. those little inklings of leadership that was there um, leading up until this point. But mm-hmm. this, I want to say, is where it becomes the most vulnerable and the most yes. honest and the yes. most <laughs> authentic leadership styles that uh, come out. I agree. Um, I agree. Is <laughs> definitely when you're um, running your own business for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree with that. And most small business owners are going to say, heck yes. <laughs> So as you began and went through your leadership journeys, and feel free to pick whichever one works for you, what has been the biggest obstacle that you see as a leader for yourself in your journey? You know, I, so I'll say I kind of cheated a little bit, but then again, I'm like, (laughs) did I really though? Because I didn't (laughs) see it at that time either. Um, But I will say that starting the business and then, I mean, so many tools that are out there, right? Like Mm -hmm. so many resources. I mean, it's, it's there, right? Mm -hmm. Like from entrepreneur centers and like all of the startup stuff and everything they're there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sweet, let me jump in, you know, like, (laughs) let me learn like some of the stuff. Cause I I will admit, I kind of just was like, I mean, you just look for a place, right? And then I just go <laughs> and I just start telling people like, hey, this is what I do. Um, So like, that's what I did, right? Um, But the thing is, is that at the same time, um, and this is why I say, I think I might've cheated a little bit, but I think it's more because I had a different perspective. At the same time though, it was like, whoa, okay. So I'm learning all of these different ways to start a business, to build a business, right? 
And I'm the one that's operating it. Like I'm the one that's behind it. Mm -hmm. And yet our holistic health actually is not even being taken into consideration in Mm -hmm. any of the trainings and any of like, say you get financial capital support or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like in those, and I'm like, and this is not like a dig at them. It's like, I love it that these aspects are made available. Mm -hmm. It's just that at the same time, and I learned this through my own trial and error. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to try this. Let me try this model. Let me try this method. Mm -hmm. Right. And then fortunately, because of my background, I could see where things weren't quite lining up Mm -hmm. um, for my style because like some things would be going off with my body, like whether my cycle got thrown off or mm-hmm. whether there were certain types of headaches or um, certain types of digestive stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so those then became clues for me that something's not exactly sinking with my core, right? Right, yeah. So like, I would say that that would be the biggest obstacle. And mm-hmm. and even just, I don't know about you, but when I'm in these other groups, like with other entrepreneurs, um, you hear a lot of the similar stories of like, mm-hmm. oh, some of them started their business because of health issues, or mm-hmm. even as they're in their business, then these health issues arise. And then, but there's nothing that's actually sinking. It's like, I see it once again, the cheating yeah. perspective, because <laughs> like, I hear all these other, I see the other things and I'm like, ooh, but they don't know that that's connected. Like, oh, yeah, I wonder how, and and that's what kind of led me to what I'm where I'm at now, you know, like, mm-hmm. how can I, how can I spread this goodness to yeah. for like, people to see that, like, the way that you lead impacts your holistic health, but your holistic health also impacts the way that you Absolutely. lead. And so we need to just like, create and bridge it like, and mm-hmm. so it's and from the being proactive. Mm-hmm. So like, now we're seeing pop-ups of mental health as an entrepreneur because it is it's in response to just so much of this happening or mental health as a leader and your company like to support the leader but then the Mm -hmm. leader to support your team and so like Mm -hmm. you're seeing it starting to come in but once again it's still not exactly like connected it's it's more of like hey just be aware that mental health stuff is going on you know (laughs) but yeah if I hear you nitty-gritty of yeah. What can we really do to to change it? Yes. On a previous episode that I did with my sister, we talked about self-care for leaders. And even mm-hmm. in my Foundations of Leadership workshops, one, there's a couple, like one is about stress, one is about self-care because it is so important. You can't lead if you're not taking care of yourself first, right? So right. I I love the connection that you make for leaders because it is so, it's so important. We Thank all have you. to lead, but we can do that effectively if we take care of ourselves too. Yes. Have you, I have a question, Dara. Have you yes. ever like um, heard of the definitions? This is one of my favorite definitions mm-hmm. um, of leader is actually to put oneself first. Yes, I have. I talk about it. It's Even at saying. home, you have to put yourself first, right? If you think about family, put yourself first so you can take care of everybody else. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I love it. I love it. So Synchronicity. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So we know that we've talked a little bit about this and about self-care and leaders own, you know, health. And now that you mentioned, you know, that we have to take care of ourselves first, what are your thoughts about how some leaders might be able to do that? What are some of the steps to help put yourself first or to take care of your self-care? What are your thoughts on that? Mm. 
So I would say, okay. And they might, some might find this very difficult to do, but you can do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, you can, because (laughs) you have the ability to schedule everything else. So Uh Uh in the schedule, (laughs) you know, I know where you're going, say it. (laughs) Like, Like if you can schedule, like I would block off um, let's just say two days. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the two days, and this might be a little bit more nuanced and new to some people, but I promise you, there's so much evidence that this, that this, that we're influenced by it, that you, mm-hmm. it's enough that it's like really pay attention to it. If you can somehow, some way block this time around a new moon, I would mm-hmm. do it. Um, or even if you can notice like a certain type of season that you like, Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, you just kind of become so vibrant and like, yay, then do it then too. If you can block those two days, the reason why I say that is because for that time period, it's like, you need to separate out of the environments that you're used to being in. So Mm -hmm. it's not even like to be at home, like, Mm -hmm unless you're possibly by yourself, I wouldn't even do that. Like if you really can just like go somewhere else to separate yourself from your current environment. Why? Because we're influenced by our environments. Mm -hmm. And so what we're trying to do is like remove those. And then during that time period, just really sit and ponder and like explore what would actually be so much fun. Like what would I actually really enjoy? Right. And what are some aspects? And I mean, it doesn't even have to be grandiose. It does not have to be like, oh, I want to go skiing, you mm-hmm. know? And, and for some, that is true. Yes. It's for the others. That's like, that doesn't have to. It could be something as simple as like, I love cooking, mm-hmm. but you realize it's just not happening as much or something like that. Right. Or like, I love just trying out a new, like, book club or a spoken Mm -hmm. word or something like that. Like something that you really enjoy and you feel like when you're doing it, you can totally get lost in it Mm -hmm. when you can identify that. Right. Like, and then take that and be like, all right, now where can I build this in Mm -hmm. and start like somewhat Mm semi-regularly? Cause then what's going to happen is once you go back to your environments Remember, those people are still accustomed to what had happened before you left. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like when you get back into those environments, it can be really easy to just like slip into mm-hmm. that old patterning. But like before you got back, you already like set it up so that you yeah. did some research and found a cooking class and mm-hmm. you went ahead and RSVP for it or you know, you made plans with someone else and you put it on your calendar, like that kind of thing. Right. And then as you continue to do it and you, it's like, you get those endorphin rushes Mm -hmm. and your dopamine starts getting it, kicking in. Then you start to realize like, Oh, I am like more calm. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying my life more. My life feels like it has more meaning even outside of like my business outside of my family, but it's Mm -hmm. me like genuinely me. Mm -hmm then you're going to start, like the brain's going to start connecting in a different way. And now Mm -hmm. you're going to continue doing it and you're going to keep building on it and building on it and building on it. And then you'll start to see that it's just going to, like you're going to see the energy of other people around you starting to change as well. But it started from within you. 
Mm-hmm. And then it like, Spidey's <laughs> like out, you know? Yeah. And just For those of us who can't people. see, she's got her fingers flittering. It's really oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> so I do like that. I love the idea that you say do this separately from your current space, whatever that space is for you. Even if it means you go and if you don't have two days, like you take a few hours and go somewhere else, like, a, you know, a park or just somewhere by a lake or somewhere that isn't your space, because you're right, you think differently. And mm-hmm. something I add to my clients is when you come, for, for example, with using your example of going away, when you come back, and you've scheduled something in your calendar, you have to treat it like it is the most important doctor's appointment you've ever had. You've been waiting <laughs> for a year and you have to keep it. There is no erasing your commitment yeah. to yourself for that hour or day or vacation, which a lot of leaders don't take. And I highly encourage that they must, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yes, I, I love it. And I think, you know, don't ever come back and fall into those bad habits that you're talking about keep those commitments to yourself. And if it helps to write it down, put it in pen in a written day planner. I don't know what you got to do, but you don't cancel it. That I love that. That's awesome. Even for those who might have a VA or some type of EA or something, you even tell them. So this is how you build your support, like for Mm -hmm. yourself with a very small step. You tell them, yes, this was on my calendar. Do not allow anyone else, including me, to cancel it. Mm-hmm. And then that way you have like, at least you got someone that has your back. That's like, mm, I'm not supposed to actually move yeah. this. And the like- accountability piece, the accountability <laughs> yeah. and support, huge, huge, huge. <laughs> and I, you know, I always, as I mentioned, tell leaders take vacation and you should have probably been able to give enough or delegate enough or trained enough that you can take vacation and only be there for what I would call 911 emergency type thing. So someone quit on or accident, whatever, right? Like you need that break. So I love it. I love how you tell people to get away where and if possible um, and, and then commit to yourself afterwards. I, I love it. So when after we're talking about all of that, I want to kind of go back to what you feel might be the biggest part of leadership when it comes to leading effectively, besides what the key points that we've talked about so far, what other biggest parts of leadership need to happen for both the connection of our own health, but also leading effectively as well? You know, I'm, I have a couple of things that popped up and mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, and I, I don't want to use it in like such a trendy way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's almost like a, com- it's compassion that really stuck mm-hmm. out. Um, and the thing is, is I feel like as you shift into more and more of expressing, like, so you're discovering who you are right? Mm -hmm. More authentically. And then not only discovering it because that is purely mental, but like Mm -hmm. it actually expressing and being it is a whole nother Mm -hmm. ball game. Right. Yeah. Um, what happens in that transition for yourself is like you start developing compassion, even for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then as you start to develop the compassion for yourself, that compassion starts actually going outward to others. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, I say that, because then 
as you're as you're leading these teams the teams are also like we're we're talking about environment right like mm-hmm. it's realizing that sure an office space including virtual office spaces is an environment but you yourself are an environment and oftentimes leaders are like it's just me and i'm giving out mm-hmm. right and there are, and so some might fall into the trap of like, oh, I'm just receiving my, filling my cup or whatever mm-hmm. from my mentors or from my mm-hmm. superior, if I have like a board or something like that. But actually your team is also feeding like off of you. They're filling you, you're receiving and responding from them as mm-hmm. well. And yeah. so it's kind of like, as you exude this compassion for yourself, allowing yourself to like laugh at some mistake that might've happened, yes. mm-hmm. um, realizing that you even changed. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's like, well, shoot. Yeah, I did change. Oh, guess what? People on your team can change as well. Yeah. Right. And then, cause then as they, as they start doing say potentially so you know how I was saying the discovering is really mental, but the yep. expressing mm-hmm. is more physical and action, right? So even with a team, as they are acting, as they are actively doing their um, tasks, their duties, their roles, and all of that jazz, guess what's happening? Simultaneously, they're discovering more about themselves. Mm-hmm. So that might that's going to give you insight. Is mm-hmm. if they are welcome. Yep, and the space yep. is created to understand that they too are learning about themselves and then they're gaining this insight. You as the leader, the compassion can show in mm-hmm. allowing them to speak that, to share that, including you know, I, this aspect of the project, I really like, oh, I went all in, jammed on it. Like what may seem like it took a long time, quote unquote, mm-hmm. might actually be them in flow. Mm-hmm. So that let you know that that was a strength of theirs in that mm-hmm. aspect, right? And then at the same token, oh, they may have struggled with something. It's like, all right, sweet. Like now, now what do we do mm-hmm. with that? Like as they themselves learn this about themselves and they're evolving, their position evolving or their mm-hmm. role into the environment is evolving. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then like them. I, th- I feel like if we can open that up and welcome mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's how I see like diversity playing out as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like allowing that to happen because guess what happens if you don't do it, you're sitting on gold. Yes. I a hundred percent agree. You're sitting on gold that could quite possibly be the next product innovation or Mm -hmm. be the next like efficiency or productivity idea, like whatever it might be, but they don't feel comfortable or welcome to evolve in themselves, Mm -hmm. which shows up in their role within Mm -hmm. the business or company. Yeah. I love it. It's about leading by example, right? If, if you're willing to be empathetic and you're vulnerable around them, they're going to feel more comfortable, welcome, included, heard, all those things that you alluded to as well, and which all leads to being an inclusive leader and having a, mm-hmm. an inclusive workforce, which is very important when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion, of course. 
Um, so yes, I, I, I love it. I love it. The lead by example is, is something that a lot of people talk about, but not all leaders do. And it's something that they absolutely need to. If you expect your employees, for example, to show up to a meeting on time and show their respect for everybody, then you do the same thing right? <laughs> that allows everybody to feel more comfortable, respected, heard, welcomed, included, and you get much better teamwork from that. So I, I love that conversation. Mm -hmm. So before we close up today, is there anything else that you wanted to share with our leaders out there that could be beneficial to them when it comes to growing their team or their own self as a leader? Mm -hmm. um, I would say honor the process mm -hmm. um realizing that there is evolution for sure mm -hmm. right so like i think if you can be open to seeing that happening to uh seeing that there is this expansion and it's well not even expansion mm -hmm. i do want to say evolution instead um I neglect to use words like, or try to not to, my languaging is changing about mm -hmm. like expansion and all of that because there's an implied judgment. Mm -hmm. And so then the, even when you use the word growth, there's like an implied judgment that there's like this big, whatever it's supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so then when we do that, we make it a little bit more harder for ourselves and a little bit more pressure. And okay, then therefore yes. we're creating stress, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say that that would be my my takeaway would be mm -hmm. like just honoring that there is going to be an evolution. Um, and it's just more of, you know, how aware are you of it? And then mm -hmm. how intentional are you with it as well to grow in that compassion, to grow in your perfection? I call it perfection. It is the root meaning of perfect is whole and complete. Mm -hmm. And so to realize that you are whole and complete now, like can help liberate you from these added pressures or imposter syndrome or burning mm -hmm. out and like all of that is like, this is you right here, right now. And that's it. Just right here, right now. Yeah. And evolve yeah. from there. And be patient with it too. Because every change yeah. that we make in ourselves or even in a team takes time. And we need to be patient and allow ourselves to go through all the stages that we may need to go through as well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you for an awesome conversation. So if our audience wanted to learn more about you or reach out, is there a way that they can do that? Oh, most definitely. Um, you'll definitely want to check out my website. Okay. Which is join, it's joindenicia.com. So it's J-O-I-N-D-E-N-I-C-E-A.com. I tend, it's kind of like a one pager of like, here's mm -hmm. what's most up to date, like what's going on and all of that awesome. jazz. So I would definitely connect there. Great information. Thank you. So thank you also to our listeners. I hope you're able to take a couple takeaways from this conversation today. If you are new to leadership or even a seasoned leader who knows that leadership coaching, consulting, and workshops are the way to grow on your leadership journey, or maybe you just want to be a guest on my podcast, feel free to reach out to me at Tara at twinlifecoaching.ca. Of course, if you would like to find out more about our leadership services, including our Amplifying Leadership community, please visit amplifyingleadership.ca, a twin life coaching and business services division. Until next time, please be safe and be an amazing leader or leader to be.